true believers and strap in as we journey with Matt Spectro through the multiverse. Excelsior! Not to mention the evil genius and brilliant leadership of myself. Open the sky! Look! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Matt Spectro through the multiverse! Thank you for joining us for another exciting episode of Matt Spectro Through the Multiverse. I am your host, Matt Spectro, lifetime comic fan, lifetime animation fan, and this is the podcast exclusively talking the world of animation springing from the world of comic books. Thank you for joining us for episode 21. Let me briefly explain the rules. Number one. We're talking animation sprung from the world of comic books. I just said that. Pay attention. Number two, much like the old team-up books, DC Comics presents Marvel team-up Brave and the Bold. I'm always teaming up with a special guest. And number three, most important, we got to have fun. Like I said, thank you for joining us. Episode 21. We're going to get right into it. I'm going to bring my special guest. He's a longtime friend of mine. First time not only on my podcast but on any podcast ever. Welcome to the multiverse, Brian Wilson. Hello. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to have you. It's exciting. Your first time ever. Not only on my podcast, but any podcast. Isn't it strange? I don't get a lot of people asking me to do these things. Are you saying you're not a popular fellow? No. uh, Yeah, I'd say that. I just don't have a lot of friends doing podcasts. (laughs) All right. So... This week, handpicked by you. Did I say picked it? I meant handpicked. We're doing the Man of Steel Superman. Uh, don't forget the Flash. <laughs> We're going to get to that with special guest star, The Flash. Now, if I'm not mistaken, your two favorite superheroes. They are. I would say Spider Man comes third. Uh, yeah, definitely. But yes, yeah, Superman, then Flash. I don't know why. They just are. Uh, I was going to say, that was my next question. Sometimes people can't really put into words what it is they uh, attracts into a certain hero. No explanation, just always been a Superman fan. Probably, I would actually say the movie, the the first movie probably was what uh, hooked me on Superman. As far as the Flash goes, I just remember having a, a toy Flash, and um, I never really read the comics or anything, but something about the Flash also. I don't know, he just, I knew his name, I knew the character. I didn't know many of the villains, anything like that, but... All right, well, uh, we did Superman on our very first episode, but we went all the way back to 1941 for that, so we're not going back that far this time. We're going back to the 90s for Superman, the animated series. Were you watching at the time? I think I do remember, because I looked at the picture, and I think I remember at least seeing some of it. I I don't think I was actually watching it, though, because uh, I was probably 13 or something like that, so I probably wasn't really interested much at that time, but I know I I had to have caught glimpses of it. I don't even remember where it aired, when. I assume it's a weekend. It was a weekend show. We're going to get into all that. We're going back to the 90s where uh, 
superhero cartoons had made a big comeback in a big way. I assume that's because of the 89 Batman, maybe? Um, that's what uh, people have theorized. Uh, there was a time uh, from the 60s to the early 80s where superhero cartoons were pretty much a staple, but Super Friends had gone off the air in 1985. There was a one-season Superman cartoon, I believe, in 1988. Spider-Man is Amazing Friends had been off the air since 1983 or 84. So around came the early 90s, Batman the Animated Series and X-Men the Animated Series. Really the things that started it all. I remember the Batman. Uh, again, didn't watch it, but I remember it. I definitely watched Super Friends in the 80s. Comic books had boomed in the 90s. They were huge in the 90s, which also, between the Batman movie and comic books themselves, becoming such a big deal, like X-Men number one, the highest selling comic in history was in the early 90s. I didn't know that. I th- actually thought Spider-Man was still holding that. No, they, uh, when they relaunched X-Men with Chris Claremont and Jim Lee, uh, X-Men number one, it's when they turned Magneto or Magneto evil again. That is still the highest grossing comic, grossing, highest selling comic of all time. This was done by uh, Warner Brothers Animation after Batman the Animated Series. They decided uh, that same team was going to go and do Superman the Animated Series. The show developed by Bruce Timm, Alan Burnett, and Paul Dini, who you may not know, but anybody knows anything, they worked on all of the DC cartoons, Batman the Animated Series, into Superman, into Justice League. They ran into a little bit of trouble uh, because Batman was a much different character than Superman. Much grimmer, much darker. A little darker, yeah. Not a lot of, no powers compared to it. And I believe they had also the trouble they ran into. I don't know if you want to call it trouble. They, they brightened up the animation. Batman was done on black paper, which really hadn't been done. So they had to go the other route because Superman, back then, they still kept as a very optimistic character. So the particular episode we're going to go to is called Speed Demons. Originally aired September 13th, 1997. Oh, okay. I thought it was actually early 90s. Now, Batman animated series, uh, I believe the first season was 92. And I believe 96 is when Superman's cartoons started. So how old were you in 1997? All right, so I was 20. Yeah, so I definitely wasn't wasn't watching it. Like I said, Paul Dini had written uh, Alan Burnett and Bruce Timm. Some of the changes they made, this is a, a little bit less powerful Superman, you might want to say. But I guess that's, got to take that with a grain of salt. He wasn't quite as strong and fast. They, they He's still Superman, but he wasn't quite as unstoppable as Superman had been for a while. I think it was an effort to make stories work better where he couldn't solve any problems just like that. Yeah, because, you know, most villains, well, it was the point of even trying. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like you're, you're going to get anywhere with this guy. Uh, because if um, you probably don't remember this, after Crisis on Infinite Earths, when they redid a lot of the characters, they had made Superman a little less powerful than he was just to try and make it a little easier to write, I feel. No explanation behind that? Well, they redid the whole universe, so they pretty much redid his origin and whatnot, so Kryptonite still affected him and whatnot, but uh, he wasn't quite as powerful. Brainiac, this is the first time that they've done Brainiac tied into Krypton. Previously, that was not the case with that character, but they decided to tie his origin into Superman, making Brainiac a supercomputer from Krypton, which is kind of a staple in a lot of comics and cartoons now, but at the time, they hadn't done that. I think they just wanted to set it up later on and make it a little more interesting. Name of this episode, if I didn't say it already, was Speed Demons, guest starring The Flash. 
Superman and Flash had done a series in the comic books of races for the fastest man alive. The first time happening back in 1967. Superman issue 199. Who prevailed? Uh, honestly, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, written by Jim Shooter and uh, drawn by the legendary Superman artist Kurt Swan. They had done a series of it, so that was the inspiration for Speed Demons. Have you watched this cartoon prior to no, today? No, no. Again, I was 20. <laughs> so you don't remember watching Speed Demons even. It hasn't been like you haven't seen it in 20 years. No. You, all right, this is pretty exciting for you. Now, this was uh, written by a Rich Fogle. He had worked on many, many cartoons. He had worked on The Smurfs. Batman Beyond, Justice League, Pinky and the Brain. Good stuff. Uh, more recently, he's written episodes of Guardians of the Galaxy cartoon and Young Justice. The director was one Toshiko Masuda. He was one of the directing animators for Batman Beyond Return of the Joker, the uh, live, a- not live action, the uh, direct-to-DVD movie. Might have been direct-to-VHS at the time. I can't remember when DVD started to really become a thing. I think that was probably around the same time, 97, 96. Uh, We're going to go over some of the uh, principal characters of this cartoon. Superman, created by Jerry Seigel and Joel Schuster. He's voiced by one Tim Daly from the very popular Wings TV show. No kidding, Wings, yeah. You a big fan of Wings? I loved Wings. (laughs) So he is the voice. He does not continue to do Superman's voice in the Justice League. He had a previous engagement, was unable to commit to the role, but he did the voice for him for all three seasons of the Superman cartoon. (laughs) Lois Lane is in here, also created by Jerry Seigel and Joel Schuster, voiced by one Dana Delaney, who's been in many, many things, uh, Exit to Eden, House Sitter, some of the things I could think of. She did the voice of Phantasm in Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Um, nope. Her most recent things that she's done, she was in a film called Literally Right Before Aaron. Can't say I've seen it. <laughs> I have not. In fact, it doesn't look like she's very active anymore. It says that before that, she voiced Lois Lane on uh, Justice League, The Flashpoint Paradox. All right, well, look up Danny Delaney. She was kind of a big deal in the 90s. The Flash, created by John Broom and Carmen Infantino. Now, it's not revealed in this episode, not to spoil it for you. They don't reveal which Flash it is, but this is the same Flash that appears on Justice League, which we find out down the road is Wally West. The second, well, third Flash, because Jay Garrick was the Golden Age Flash, then Barry Allen. So it is Wally West. He is voiced by a Charlie Schlatter. He voiced Flash in several other cartoons, but uh, the most famous role was uh, he played Dr. Jesse Travis on Diagnosis Murder. You must be a big fan. Oh, yeah. Right yeah. after Murder, she wrote, she were watching. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> and the bad guy here, Weather Wizard. Created by John Broom and Carmen Infantino. He's voiced by the late Miguel Ferrer. He appeared in RoboCop. He played the uh, vice president in Iron Man 3. Uh, he played Agent Albert Rosenfield on Twin Peaks. I know you have uh, know who he is. You've he, Anybody who's watched TV or movie has seen Miguel Ferrer. I'm trying to think of something. Uh, he's passed away, so he hasn't done anything so recent. He might have been on that show Crossing Jordan, but... Enjoy. I know. Uh, the Night Flyer that. that Stephen King adapted. Uh, okay, I know you movie. do. All right, yeah. Yeah. so he is Weather Wizard. I had no idea he passed away. 
you're like, yeah. Robocop, I definitely remember. You remember Robocop. Oh, yeah. yeah. He got shot in the kneecaps. Yeah, he's like, fantastic. Whatever you pay, he's paying you, I'm going to pay you double. Actually, I think uh, Red from uh, that 70s show shot him in the kneecaps, if I remember correctly, in Robocop. What was he, a cop? I don't remember that part. I don't remember. I just remember Robocop. Yeah, he's there, he's there with the coke and the hookers, and then Red from that 70s shows up and shoots him in the knee and puts on the bad guy in the video that he's going to kill him. No, nope, I don't remember it. <laughs> I should. I'm sure I watched that movie tons of times. All right. Well, I hope your memory uh, is a little bit better when we review the show. That we're... <laughs> Same. All right. <laughs> After saying all that, we will take a break. And we're going to go back to 1997 Superman the Animated Series, Speed Demons. Stay with us. We're going to come back and talk about it right after this. Coming this fall, Warner Brothers Animation has gathered a team of artists to bring to television the greatest superhero of all time. Superman. Every moment of every day, even while you're sleeping, work is being done to bring you Superman. The return of the legendary Man of Steel, Superman, premiering this fall on Kids WB. From Orion Home Video, 1991, the country is overrun by crime. The people need a hero, Robocop. He died in the war against crime and was reborn to win it. Looking for me? The theatrical box office blockbuster is now a home video sensation. Robocop. Get it on video cassette starting January 28th from Orion Home Video. I got the power to dive to the bottom of the sea. I got the power to fly through the galaxy. I got the power, the power of when evil's on the rise, quick change Superman takes to the sky. I got the power, the power of Superman. Wow! To stop Superman, evil Lex Luthor will go to any length, but he's no match for deep dive Superman's awesome strength. I got the power, the power of Superman. You've got the power. Superman figures each sold separately. Meanwhile, at the Podcast of Justice. And we're back. And hopefully during the break you also watched Superman the Animated Series Speed Demons. You got to tell them where to see it. Uh, well, uh, you can see it on HBO Max. It's actually on Amazon as well. Or uh, they just recently released the entire series on Blu-ray. You can't go wrong. <laughs> Pretty exciting. I think the first time on Blu-ray. I read into that, uh, not to sidetrack, but there's a whole bunch of special features on there talking with some of the creators about the show as well. So... Please. How about the voice characters? Are they involved I too? I think so. I, I looked it up the other day. They have to find some way to hook you in to buy these things on Blu-ray now. That right. Streaming services shows everything. Well, it could have point. been some sort of anniversary package. Yeah. Or... Well, let's see. 1996 would be the 25th anniversary of Superman the Animated Series. So, All right. First impressions of uh, Superman the Animated Series. <laughs> it's, uh, it's dated, I guess. That's what I would say. Looks-wise, that's why... And I even thought, as watching it, thinking it was early 90s, not late 90s. It's fun to watch, but you kind of want to pick it apart at the same time. 
Well, that's what we do here in, in, in a loving way. Unless it's absolute crap, and then it's not. There's no love involved whatsoever. No, it's not crap. Yeah. It's fun. Anytime there's a race between those guys, the only other time I can think of seeing it was Smallville. But uh, I love that too. Like I get all, I get all well, hyped yeah, up. The weed and cut of Justice League. That was the final. Uh, that was the final bit where they, where Henry Cavill and Ezra Miller. Are oh yeah, a race. And you yeah, forgot because you haven't watched no. the the terrible Whedon cut. Not that the Snyder oh. cut's all that much better. Oh, I didn't know. Okay, I didn't know there was another cut. I had no idea. Yeah, there's uh, the original theatrical release, which is the Josh Whedon, Jaws Whedon cut. Ezra Miller and Henry Cavill are going to do a race at the very beginning, and that's how, I don't know if it was a post credit scene or at the beginning. Actually, yeah, I did actually see that. Yes, I did. Okay. Yes. Which is not in the Snyder cut, which is the better of the two. <laughs> right, but it trails off like normal, yeah, the, right? The, basically, the, the, the turd that smells less offensive is the Snyder cut, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, we're sidetracking here. Let's get into Superman the Animated Series. Speed Demons. We start off with the uh, intro credits, which I got to say, music, stupendous, great, beautiful. Just really captures everything great about Superman. Sounds kind of similar to the original music, but not yeah, quite. Yeah, that's what I was wondering, too. Like, they must not have wanted to pay for the rights to it. or uh, Well, they probably just were trying to just redo it all. Because if you think about the Batman the Animated Series, it's very similar to the Batman music, but it's not exact. It's close enough. But wow. this kind of music is what... To me, it embodies Superman. It's like yeah, exciting, yes. hopeful. It doesn't give you a series of, of dread like the Batman. No. <laughs> That's the one problem I have with the modern interpretation is Batman supposed to be dark, Superman supposed to be light. Right. People seem to forget that. Anyway, we're getting sidetracked like crazy. We open up with a big banner that says the fastest man alive charity race. There's a festival. There's a band playing. Jimmy Olsen and Lois Lane are there. They failed to mention the charity, although that wouldn't have been failed to be mentioned today. No, yeah, they don't. They just say charity. They say it repeatedly, right. but they never actually tell you what it is. Jimmy seems particularly excited for this race. I don't know if you. Uh, well, he he had no faith in Flash. That's for sure. <laughs> Certainly did not. Superman lands first. He gets a big cheer from the crowd. It's in Metropolis. He's the hometown uh, guy. So that's of course. right. And uh, in fact, Jimmy Olsen says that uh, he's gonna shred. That guy from Central City. Yeah, basically called him a chump. Yeah. <laughs> in so many words. But then Lois says, don't bet on it. There's a reason he's called the Flash. That's surprising that she would stick up for him. Yeah, whose side is she on? I don't I, know. I, I thought she was Superman. <laughs> this but... is supposed to be a love interest. <laughs> Flash does show up, and he's uh, running in circles. Uh, pretty good. He gets a good pop. Not uh, as much as Superman. He does, and he's a, he's a little cocky. A little, a little bit. He says, sorry, I'm late. Uh, I just woke up two minutes ago. I also love this bit. When he ran to do that, it causes Superman's cape to fly over oh, his head. Right over his head. Embarrass him a little. So did they dumb down the Flash's powers also? Uh, well, when they when Wally West took over the mantle initially, and I, he was slower than Barry Allen. He could go the speed of sound, but he could no longer go. He couldn't go to the speed of light like Barry could. And the speed force was not a thing yet at that point over time. Wally was able to get into the Speed Force, just go as fast. I think at this point that had happened in the comic books, so I don't think this is the depowered Wally West. So he's got the Speed Force behind him. Uh, Speed Force isn't referenced in this point. It is uh, not. So it's hard to say. I I don't know the time frame. This might be pre-Speed Force, but he's definitely faster than he was when they first had Wally West take over the mantle. He actually tells Superman to give him five, and he pulls the old 12-year-old too slow and pulls it back. <laughs> How annoying is this guy? 
he's kind of a twerp at this point. Lois asks the Flash if he thinks he has a chance against the Man of Steel. Yeah, I don't remember the response. Man of Steel, feet of lead. That's right. <laughs> great writing. That, actually, there was a ton of great one-liners in this. Certainly was. I may be alone. I've always preferred the Wally West Flash to the Barry Allen Flash. Why? I don't know. There, I love Barry Allen, but I always liked that Wally was... I don't know. I felt like he was he was funner than Barry. Like he uh, he was especially in this era was a little bit more cocky, a little bit through caution to the wind. Not really right. a jerk, but he was more of a funner guy. He likes to put on a show. He certainly does. She asked uh, if she can quote him, and he says, "You can do more than that, doll." After the race, I'll give doll. you an exclusive. Doll, isn't that that's kind of an old term, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I, I can't remember the last time. I've never called a woman doll in my entire life. And at this point, Superman is all business. <laughs> Superman is taking this deadly serious, it seems, at this the, point. He's got, he's got a mean mug on him for sure. He says uh, he's going to run circles around this super slug. He starts running around him, and then Superman just sticks out the arm and gives him the clothesline. He's like, save it for the race. <laughs> Wally says, uh, don't worry about me, pal. I'm going to give you enough to burn your... And then it gets interrupted by the mayor. I wonder if he's going to say, I'm going to burn your ass. <laughs> I doubt it. I don't think that would fly. <laughs> and the mayor thanks him. He once again says we're doing it for charity. Doesn't say what charity. No, no. This part I did like. This he was is, excited too, though. He was. He was pretty yes. excited. The first person to circle the globe 100 times... Was it? Okay, yeah. Yep. ...is the fastest man alive. I got to say... We commented at the time, this has got to be the most boring race in the world. Like, you're, you're, yeah. it's exciting when they take off. Right. But within seconds, they're miles away from you. Like, yeah. what are you watching? There's no, no camera. The crowd's standing there thinking, well, what are we doing now? <laughs> like, they're so pumped when it happens. They're all excited. But then within seconds, they're going to be gone. Like, and there's not like a camera. I suppose they'll only see them when they, they come around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When they come around, laugh one. <laughs> but we do find out they have armbands that are monitoring where they are so a satellite yes. can watch them well we had said how are they going to know how many laps they've done when they're so fast you shouldn't even be able to see them and uh flash says that you don't need a satellite to determine who's going to win this race which superman says ah oh, shut up and run yeah shut up i was kind of surprised by that yeah wally is like they're the yin and yang here wally is just having a good time it's and superman's just He's taking this pretty serious. Yeah, almost like, why am I here? Why am I dealing with this guy? I just want to do something for charity. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He doesn't seem to see the humor in the situation. He did not. I like this part where um, the mayor does the, the gunshot to start the race, and they take off so fast, it causes the mayor to spin around <laughs> yes. in a circle and fall on his ass right I like how they're uh, they're a blue and a red streak though. Yeah, time. yeah, so you were no mistaking them. You definitely know who they are. They're neck and neck at the beginning. At the very beginning, but, but you see them passing cars. They go through the toll at one point. And they, see, they throw the two quarters. Yeah, in. see them passing cars. Yes. Now we shouldn't be seeing them at all. <laughs> That's, so at this point, yeah, like they're gone. Like, does everybody leave the race, or do they wait for them to circle back around? I mean, it shouldn't take long. I wouldn't think so. They, um, you see them running on water. They run on water. They go through a desert. Uh, really cool bit, animation-wise and conceptual, where they're running through the water and they a giant whale jumps out of the water and yeah. they, they run underneath. They it. time it perfectly. Yeah, it was beautiful. 
it miss a step. Is that something just made up for comics, or if you could run fast enough, could you literally run on water? I don't know. They've done it with Dash. And that is true. <laughs> yeah. That seems to be done a few times, actually, in different movies. I have no idea if it's possible. Yeah. <laughs> I would assume the inconvenience of that, not for Superman, because he can fly, but the Flash can't stop running, because if he stops running, he's going to sink in the middle of the ocean. Like, I suppose. He can... Um... What is that? Uh, what does he do? The phasing. He can phase. That is true. Yeah, that's what he can do. So uh, they switch to uh, a guy's listening. Uh, he's in a car listening to the radio. He tells uh, these, that's it, fools, run your brains out. He takes off a disguise. Why was he wearing the disguise at that point? <laughs> he was at the race. So I guess he didn't want to be recognized. He has something to do with those armbands. So maybe yeah, that's good point. it. Good but point. yeah, I was at first it threw me for a little bit of. Why he's wearing a disguise. Um, he goes down to a dirt road. He comes to a house. It's snowing, even though there's no snow anywhere else. We're going to get into <laughs> the ridiculousness <laughs> of Weather Wizard. So he goes in the house. There's a giant bunch of machines with a giant globe on there. You find out it's his brother built this machine. And you find out that it uh, those armbands... They're siphoning energy from Flash and Superman. Kinetic right? energy, I believe. Energy yes, and, yes. And they're, uh, they're turning it to ionic energy, I believe they said, to yes. power the machine. And they had no idea that they were being used. No. They had no they so, thought it was just to be monitored. So maybe this guy, the Weather Wizard, is actually the one that created the charity. Could be. Could be. You never know. He's got like this wand. It looks like basically a... Uh, what are those things women used to work out their forearms? Uh, the shake weight. The shake weight. It kind of looks like a shake weight. It kind of did. I was going to say like a large barbell that you'd put in your ear or something. He grabs it right out of his brother's hands. He's like, just watch the show. Yeah, he's furious. <laughs> we switch over to a military base, and uh, you see uh, Weather Wizard. Well, he's not that yet. He's on the screen. He says, call me Weather Wizard, and you're going to see some stormy skies. It's interesting how those... Military bases always look identical. It's always the computer layout, the people sitting there, the large screen up front. And the villain can always design technology to... Always able to hack in. It's never a problem. And this is where he first calls himself Weather Wizard. If you haven't watched it, his costume does not resemble any version of Weather Wizard's costume I've ever seen. Not that he ever had a good costume. I don't know if you're familiar with it. No, I've, this is the first time I've seen the character. Uh, yeah, he, his costume is ridiculous. He has a well, giant it, green collar that goes Weather up. Wizard. How could it not be ridiculous? <laughs> and he tells him to watch the skies over the coast of Australia. Now, this is the part where I know we're talking superheroes. We're talking cartoons, but <laughs> I have a hard time with uh, my suspension of disbelief. He just... Shoots the wand at the globe. At the globe that's in the room he's at. Yes. And that somehow automatically goes to Australia where he starts this giant. Just an easy transmission. Yeah. No big deal. <laughs> so there's a little bit of, I don't quite understand how this machine works. I got to be. <laughs> that wasn't the worst part for me. The worst part was he knows where Superman and the Flash are. Yeah, Because of the arm. Band. He can actually see it on the They're globe. On the globe. Why does he choose to attack the area that they're going to be running through. Yeah, you think you might make more of a statement somewhere completely away from where they are. Well, to not bring attention. Yeah. So he could let this last longer than five minutes. And over the course of it, they don't really establish if they just had to jumpstart his machine or if they have to keep running to get it 
to continue to power up. That's also a little confusing to me. Like no, because I believe the brother or he said that they had enough power. But yeah, I don't know how long that was supposed to and last. You are right. He literally causes a storm right where on the screen you can yes. see Flash and <laughs> Superman running. Why you do that, I don't know. So uh, bit of a show off. You see a boat. It's getting hammered by water. A giant wave crashes over the boat. It gets slammed into like a, not really a shoreline, but some rocks that are. Yeah, uh, the crewmates get thrown over. Oh yeah. Then we switch back to Superman and Wally are still running. Flash asks Superman if he's ready to throw in the towel. Um, After the 15th lap. Oh, yeah, because I forgot. Yeah, we didn't mention that. They said That's right. 15 laps so far. He says he's not even on his second win yet. Great comeback. Uh, I'm loving the trash talk. Yeah, it's still going on after 15 laps. No big deal. Nope. Uh, they don't even look tired. That's another thing over the years. I don't know about Superman Flash. They've gone different where he has to keep eating to... Yeah. Sometimes uh, they, they did say that he doesn't. In, sometimes he does. In the 90s show, they yeah. did that. And I believe it was at the beginning of the Flash, the CW Flash show. I don't know if they're still doing that. It was definitely in the beginning because uh, I have watched all that. And, um, but it's only then. And the beginning of Wally becoming the Flash, that was a major thing, which I think once the Speed Force came around, I think they got rid of that. He didn't need to do that anymore. So if that's still the case, this guy's running around the globe and not eating. It seems to me like he'd be ready to pass out at this point. But maybe off camera he's eating things we just don't see. Maybe well, he should be fast enough. That's true. We might be nitpicking. So Superman sees that the ship's in trouble. He tells Flash to uh, slow it down. And Flash says, yeah, nice try, buddy. <laughs> I mean, he is the big blue Boy Scout. Does the Flash think he's really going to try and but, cheat uh, yeah, to win? No, he has been no- nothing but business this whole time. And now he's trying to play the prank. So Soup runs off. Flash notices it that. Maybe he's going to take him legit, and he runs in that same direction. Men are overboard. Superman saves him. Flash saves one. Flash saves him. And then he says, hold your applause. Um, totally necessary in a crisis. And of course, like always, the oil is spilling into the ocean, which seems to happen a lot in these type of stories. I actually thought they were going to bring back the same way he did it in the first movie. I was going to go back and uh, cause the earth to go No, there. remember when the tanker was leaking, he blew the oil back into the hole. Oh, yeah. And then he sealed it, obviously. Wait, wasn't that Superman 3 or am I... Uh... That wasn't... Oh, wait. Was that 3? I remember in Superman 3... Uh... Yeah, it was 3. You're right. Yes. That's right, because they were messing with the tank. The, yeah. And the Superman tankers. has gone kind of evil at that point. That's right. Point. And it was yeah. all computer stuff. Yeah, he doesn't blow it back in. He pulls the hole back together. Flash says he left the mess, makes a tornado to suck up the oil, where it goes from there. Who knows? Who knows? Because <laughs> it was supposed to be in the ship. Yeah. And Superman uses heat vision to seal up the hole. Boom. Uh, and I don't know about the water it took on. Yeah, you wonder that. Plus, I always thought that the heat vision might set some of the oil on fire, but uh, maybe it's all in the ship. And Yeah, I mean, he's good. Don't worry about it. To get the boat moving again, they go back, and the military girl, she fills them in that... uh. Weather Wizard wants $1 billion in his offshore account in an hour. Now, again, they seem to have the money to build this weather device. Yeah, they never mentioned anything about that. Like that, And even the place was large. It's not like... Weather Wizard said he paid for it. He did bring that up at one point in the show. Yeah, so he wasn't struggling. <laughs> but it seems to me that if I built a weather-changing machine, I would sell that, make a lot of money, and... Not have to hold the world ransom for. Yeah, what was going on? What? 
I thought there was another thing where wasn't Lex trying to control weather at one point? I'm sure that had to have yeah. happened. But and maybe they stole that. That device could be sold for a lot of money. Probably a billion dollars. Treason involved. You know, with especially with you know climate change being what it'd be if we had a machine that could literally change the weather. It wasn't a concern then. <laughs> Apparently not. And then uh, Flash knows him. He's uh, Mark Martin. Yeah, so does that mean he's central? Central City? Yes, he's definitely Central City. He's an extortionist. City. He tried to blow up the tunnel in Central City, in fact. Also said he ran a million miles. Yeah, that... I'm glad you brought that up. He said, I ran a million miles to stop him. Where was he? I, I don't understand that line at all. Ran a million miles to stop him, and he's not going to stop now. Because <laughs> Superman points out that the money was never recovered from that extortion. Yeah, a million miles. Where was he running? I don't understand that. It happened in Central City. Well, I've never actually seen the layout, so. All right, so then they're, they're going to go to get him. They, they see the globe. Weather Wizard says that they're coming. Yeah, he still knows that they're on their way because he's still tracking them. And he says that they've served their purpose. Yeah, he actually did, yes. So I'm guessing that means that they just needed their energy to get the machine going, but once the kinetic energy gets it going, I guess they don't need it anymore. Maybe the whole idea was just to take them two out. That could be. His brother grabs the thing out of his hand. He tells him this is going too far. He's not going to be part of killing. His brother also looks like he's two feet tall. Yes. <laughs> He really looked small. He looked like a child. While the weather wizard is easy six foot seven. And he tells him to grow up. You knew what I was building this for. And that's when he also pointed out that he put up the money to get this device built. Correct. So they go, they're in obviously middle America. You can see from the map. He sends a lightning storm at first and then snow, high winds. This is Superman and Flash. Right, yes. So much snow and ice that he freezes Flash and Superman, stops him cold, in fact, he says. Yeah, I had a problem with that, too. <laughs> what, stopping him cold or the fact that he did it, period? We're stopping them at all. If Arnold Schwarzenegger taught us anything, if you use ice powers, you need to have a good cold pun. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear any one-liners behind it, though. He said, I stopped them cold. Oh, yeah, sorry, yes, yes. But how do you stop the Man of Steel with ice? <laughs> He's got heat ray, vision, and then again, I was thinking, why isn't the Flash just phasing out of this? Well, I'm assuming it initially happened so fast that they're in the black of ice, but it doesn't last long because Superman uses his heat vision to get out. And then, like some sort of tornado move, yeah, he turns himself. Oh into yeah, a top. he looked like he only, yeah, he looked like a drill or yeah. something. <laughs> and he gets out, Flash clapping, bravo! And Superman can't understand how he got out so fast. Stunned that the Flash was out, also. <laughs> and he said he vibrated my body and uh, melted through. And this is my favorite moment of the episode. He then does the. It touches his own ass. It says hot. <laughs> so hot. Um, and just he's not gonna let that attitude go. <laughs> yeah. There's the licking of the finger, it touches his ass, and it singes that because the flash is so hot. I didn't see any smoke. He runs to uh get to the bottom of this. Superman doesn't go, he comes back, he's like, uh, sometime this century. <laughs> Constantly. Just annoying Superman. I guess if you were the fastest man alive, you might your patience might be a little low because think you're so, faster yeah. than everybody. And then Superman's like, well, how do they know where we were? It would have took pinpoint accuracy to get us. To stop them with the ice. And they say in unison, the armbands. And uh, they figure out that they've been tracking well, them. Use the x-ray. X-ray vision. Oh, yeah. You can see the device within the armband. 
Yep, he's using the device that's not only tracking them, but it's through the energy. And uh, Flash says, eh, at least your brain is faster than your feet. And then Superman crushes it like paper. Um, they go back to that military base, and Weather Wizard says that they have 15 minutes, or a hurricane will annihilate Metropolis. Don't forget, now, the brother had left. He was not happy that his brother left him. He was he was pretty upset about that one. No, he, uh, well, yes, and, uh, he does end up, he doesn't want to be any part of it. In fact, he says, uh, if you want to go, go. And his brother's like, uh, just like that? And he's like, just like that. Let's him walk away. But. But did he? You know, loyal listeners, as well as we do, it's not going to be that easy. As he rides away, he's using his, uh, his wand. His car's getting pelted with, this is what, this plan seems kind of dumb. Like, how does he know he's not going to just pull the car over? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't understand why he didn't just stop driving. Although, it did they made it sound like he was out of control already? Maybe he couldn't stop. There's hail. But yeah, he's driving. He's getting pelted with snow and hail. And how does this weather wizard know that he doesn't? He isn't just going to stop the car and stop driving in there again because he's only looking at a globe. Yeah, it's not like his car is on the globe and he can see. It. Right. Yeah, he doesn't stop driving. He goes out of control. He crashes over a cliff. But he's hanging on. He hasn't quite hit the thing. He does finally fall. Flash catches him. Superman grabs the car. Yep. I always wondered that. If I jump off a cliff, can you just catch me when I land? I don't flying? think it works like that. No. I was wondering, too. I thought Flash was going to run halfway up or something and grab him midair. But no, he waited right to the bottom. Right to the bottom and just catches him. Yeah, that's, no. Flash that's... doesn't have super strike. No. He's just the fastest man alive, so I just don't think that would work. Could he build enough energy to have strength? Uh, I, I, I never, not that I ever remember, but comics pull out powers that you never knew existed all the time. I thought he was going to do the old tornado arms bit where oh, yeah. it slow him down, but nope, just caught him. And not even like his arms don't sink down from the impact of the catch. No. Just catch. Well, well you should like, say he was two feet tall. <laughs> yeah, so he probably weighed like you know sixty pounds, maybe. He tells him the weather wizard is his brother. He's mad and he's going to kill them all, which everybody always is going to do. The hurricane starts a metropolis. You can see the clouds, the lightning bolt, all sorts of things going on. You see that the uh, fastest man alive banner, the banner flies was, to the uh, wind. Gone. Lois Lane's skirt blows up. Flash is going to go right to his headquarters. Superman tries to stop him from running off half cock, but nope. You know, Flash is. He's not going to be stopped. He gets to the house, but he gets blasted with lightning. Again, I've got a problem with that, too. Shouldn't lightning power him? <laughs> I, I, I would think that. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, how's this, how's this working against him? Uh, he's getting blasted. Superman swoops in and saves him. They're going to try and find another way. The lightning hurts Superman also. Well, yeah, not yet. You're jumping ahead. Oh, here, I thought that yeah. was right there. No. <laughs> He becomes a top again, drills underground. Oh, yeah, that's right. Very similar to the original Superman movie when he was going to Luthor's headquarters towards the end. where He, he went under here yeah. in the street. Yeah, he went yeah, and right. turned into a thing. Like a giant drill, basically. Now, he crashes to the floor. Then he gets blasted by the lightning. That's right, rod. yeah. Oh, he mentions how powerful the lightning is and that Superman's powers are nothing in comparison. Now, number one. There was kind of a theme through Superman the Animated Series where uh, lightning could kind of affect Superman. It happened with Livewire. It happens on this episode. I don't understand how this wand thing works. I thought it was you pointed at the globe and 
Now suddenly it's shooting lightning bolts. Like, uh, yeah, it thing is powerful. You don't mess with it. And I thought the globe was what the brother built, not the wand. Not the wand. <laughs> like earlier, he's just pointing it at the globe and whatever it's causing. Now he's shooting lightning bolts. So in theory, can the wand shoot like gusts of winds and snow? <laughs> he wasn't nervous at all. He, he was very sure that this is going to put him down. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was pretty cocky about it. He tells Superman that uh, he should have heeded the storm warning. The one-liners come back again. They're not quite up to Arnold's Mr. Freeze, but, uh, you know, what give the dinosaurs the ice age? But, but you know, they're in, they're in the vein. Oh, yeah, they're definitely right there. Uh, but then, off camera here, there's been a change in the weather. And That's weather right. And like, what? And Flash shows up and punches him. Uh, he comes actually through the, the hole that Superman had built. Yes. Knocks him across the room. He drops that uh, his wand. It starts shooting lightning bolts. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, a windstorm starts going. It it like circles the globe. Like the machine's going crazy. It looks like it's gonna blow up. Basically, he's actually flying. Weather wizard's getting blown around in the wave. Flashes too. He's yep. hanging on. Superman grabs them both, flies away, and then the whole building blows up, destroyed completely. <laughs> This is the second Superman cartoon I've reviewed, and they're literally 50 years apart. But just like the last one, Superman takes the mad scientist directly to the jail. Not to the police station, not for trial, nothing. Right to the jail, takes him. Flash is right there with him. He's probably got something set up with the jail where he he can just drop them off. Maybe the he's got a past record, so maybe he escaped from jail. Or maybe Superman's been deputized. <laughs> Who knows? And uh, Flash says that... uh. He's going to have to become a real wizard to escape from this prison. Jeez. Um, it looks kind of like Alcatraz, but uh, obviously it's, it's a prison on an island. And Superman says, uh, <laughs> you know, Flash, this morning, I thought you were a hyperactive jerk. <laughs> jerk? I don't know. Well, this doesn't get used enough. Told him to shut up earlier. <laughs> I just think jerk doesn't get used enough. No, it doesn't. Day. It's pretty good. <laughs> but then he said, but you're okay. And the high five. Oh, yeah. He's Gets him back. Gets him back. Because then Flash does it and Superman pulls back. You're too slow. Too slow. And then Flash says, we never did determine who was the fastest man alive. Superman says, you're right. They're going to restart the race. And Flash is ready. And then Superman says, set. And then go. And the final scene is Flash and Superman running into the sunset. And you never actually do find out. Once again, you never find out. Who the fastest man alive is. Now, personally, I'm of the opinion, it's his name. The Flash, the fastest man alive. Yes. Not an accident. He didn't have an over-enthusiastic PR man. He's the fastest man alive. So one thing I've never liked about the DC Universe, especially in the Snyder Cut, if everybody's super fast, what makes the Flash so goddamn special? The only thing I can think of is that he has a speed force. That's it. A lot of the comics, and especially the Snyder version, Wonder Woman and Superman seem just as fast as the Flash. Yes. And they have multiple other powers. So I've always hated the fact, even though the races are kind of cool and I like them, I've just always hated the fact that Superman is apparently as fast as the Flash. It seems to take away from Flash being special. Well, the last Wonder Woman, she flew. That is true. So anyway, that is the end of Superman the Animated Series. Speed Demons. So, 
normally I would say to, to take you back, but you said you didn't even watch it at the time. <laughs> no. Although it kind of did anyways, because like I said, I I remember seeing something about it. And I remember, I'd like the way that they all look. I know I'd seen something, just definitely not. Unless it is drawn the same way that it was in the nine, early 90s. I watched pretty faithfully the Batman animated series, and I started some of the Superman, but I didn't watch it all as much. It always had that square jaw. Yeah, I didn't watch it as much when it happened. I watched the Justice League cartoon pretty faithfully after. But we're going to go right to the spectrometer. All right, for anyone who may be new to the show, every episode we go to the spectrometer where we rank what we just saw. Zero spectros being absolute garbage, four spectros being you can't get any better. Brian Wilson, how many spectros are you going to give Superman the Animated Series? Speed Demons. Do you do halves? Yes. (laughs) I'm going three and a half. Three and a half. Yeah, I thought it was great. I mean, we just picked it apart, but whatever. (laughs) Well, we picked it apart in a, in a loving, at a love. You know, it's the old, I'm not laughing at you, I'm laughing. Right. Well, I don't know. I just, the whole idea of them racing is great. I'm going to go a little lower. I'm just going to go three. I enjoyed it a lot. I love the animation style. I love how Superman, and to me, they nailed Superman and Wally, how they both would act in that time period. I love the racing concept I always had. The only reason I wouldn't, I'd go a little lower is the story is a little paint by numbers. It's a little connected. To, it's a little... They've done better episodes of the show. The story's a little on the generic side. The Weather Wizard was kind of lackluster, too. <laughs> he was. But overall, I enjoyed it. I liked the race. I liked the aspect. I'm a, Yeah, I'm going to go three. I, I enjoy it. I love the Superman animated series. The writers just couldn't wait to get another one line going. No, they <laughs> do love the one lines. But yeah, three. I'm going three. Definitely yeah, three. Stick them three and a half. You're going three and a yeah. half. All right. Yeah, I, it, I could actually watch it again. You could. All yeah. right. Does not, it makes me want to go back to episode one and rewatch the whole yeah, series. Yeah, watch the again. series, yeah. All right. In 2021, you're being a father yourself. If a child stumbled across Superman, Speed Demons, would they enjoy it? I think so, yeah. Definitely. I don't see why not. That would draw them in immediately, I think. Your uh, sons watch uh, Superman? They don't, but that's just because I haven't introduced them. Do they watch any superheroes? They've seen some of the Marvel stuff. When I'm watching it, they'll watch it. They don't seem to want to watch it on their own. But if I'm into it, they definitely... um, My youngest has actually watched a couple Flash episodes with me. I'm going to say they would. Uh, My stepson watched all of Justice League with me, and we watched... uh, I think we watched the entire first season of Superman, the animated series. We we definitely watched a handful of episodes. I think it's colorful. It's fun. It's it's not too in-depth that they won't understand what's going on. Superman and Flash, how do you look at those costumes? I'm yeah. going to say yes. They, definitely. Uh, I know my kids would be into it. I agree. And now it's on Blu-ray, so you can definitely get it, plus on multiple streaming services. Yeah, I don't know how many people are still buying discs. Yeah, I often wonder that. Uh, if it wasn't for the exclusive stuff they put on there, I keep thinking that discs and Blu-rays are going to become a dead technology. Yeah, If it was nostalgic for me, I probably would buy it. While we're on that subject. You know, we went like videotape, DVD, to high-def DVD, to Blu-ray. Is there going to be another technology that replaces Blu-ray? Because now it seems like everything's streaming and I don't you know can if download it. I don't know if there'll be another hard copy like that at all. But there you have it, folks. Superman, the animated series, Speed Demons. I enjoyed it. It makes me want to watch more Superman. Brian, I want to thank you for being on the show. hope you enjoyed yourself. I did. Thank you very much. 
Is this going to now make you do other podcasts? I would absolutely, yeah. But you don't know anyone else who does I podcasts. don't know anyone else that does them, but I definitely would be on. And uh, I would recommend going to uh, HBO Max especially because there's multiple Superman cartoons, not just the animated series. A lot of the direct-to-DVDs are on the there Movies. Well. Yep. Good stuff. What did you think out there? Did you like Superman the Animated Series, Speed Demons? If you didn't like it as much as us, that's fine. If you liked it even more, great. I want to hear from you. If you can go to my social media, you can find me on Twitter. Follow me at, at Matt Spectro. You can go to my Facebook page, Matt Spectro Through the Multiverse. Leave a comment. Let me know what you think. Give me a like. If you could smash that subscribe button and share my podcast, I'd appreciate it. Every little bit helps. Any fellow comic podcasters out there who might be interested in appearing on the show, please contact me. That would be a lot of fun as well. Brian, do you have any final thoughts on Superman, the animated series, Speed Demons? Flash is the fastest. And you can go to my social media and tell me who is the fastest, Flash or Superman. But that's going to about wrap it up this week. I want to thank you all for joining us. And join us again next week for another episode of Met Spectro through the multiverse. Excelsior!